Hi, this is Rick Thompson, the pastor at Living Water Community Church. This is our podcast, and I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope this message builds your faith and blesses you. Please enjoy it. Good morning, Living Water Community Church. How are you? I am Pastor Steve. I'm glad you're with me today, spending your day with me. If you're joining us online, thank you for joining us. We are so glad to have you with us this morning. I am continuing with our DM Me series. And today I get to talk to you about the LMK. Let me know. And this is a question that God is asking us and that we all too familiar with the, sto- with the story of Peter when Jesus asked Peter. And the question is that he wants to know from you today is, do you love me? Do you love me? That is our question for this morning. And I'm going to begin reading in 1 John chapter 4, verse 19. And it says, We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God yet hates his brother or sister is, strong word, a liar. For whoever does not love their brother or sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command, anyone who loves God must also love their brother and sister. Again, the question for today is, or the LMK, do you love me? Do you love me? And Jesus asked this of Peter. He says, Simon, son of God, do you love me? And of course, Peter said, Lord, you, you, you know I love you. He said, feed my sheep. And again, Jesus asked, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And, of course, Peter's, God, Lord, you know, you know I love you. Come on. He said, feed my sheep. But then he asked a third time. And I don't know about any of you, but I remember when I was approached by my parent, my, my mother, and she would ask me a question. She knew the, what the answer was going to be. And she would come to me and say, Steve, did you do this? Did you lie? Did you do whatever it was that she was approaching me about? I said, Mom, me? No, I couldn't do that. No. And she would ask again, Steve, did you do this? Mom, why do you keep asking? I said, no. Come on. Then they come out with the full name action. Peter Stephen Diaz. And they look at you. Did you or not? And of course, what does that do? That just tears right into the heart, doesn't it? 
and you have no other choice but to go, yeah, I did, Mom, sorry, I did. And I could just imagine Peter on that third time when Jesus, Jesus is asking him, do you love me? That third time. And I could just imagine the heart of Peter going, ouch, ouch, that hurts. And what was his response? He said, Lord, you, you know my heart. You know my heart. You know my everything. You know all that I am. The same way he knows you. He knows all that you are. He knows your failures and your, your successes. He knows your, 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 your problems and, 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 and the things that are wrong about you. But he also knows the things that are right about you. And he loves you and he wants you to succeed. And he wants you to bring that out of you. Is those parts about you. The Word of God says that we are created in the image of God. And we are to be Christ-like. When we become a, children, a child of God, we are to be transformed, is what the Word of God says. We are not to be no longer as the world is. We are to be as He is. And I know, listen, I'm 50. I don't even know what I am now anymore. 58, I think it is. Or 57. Going to be 50. Somewhere around there. And I'm still being transformed, folks. We will continue to be transformed to the day that we get to stand before the Lord. It isn't something that you say, well, here I am, and God goes, boom, you're done. No. We are being transformed daily. The Word of God, as Paul says, renew your minds daily. Renew yourself daily. Guess what? I got I to gotta drive in that traffic. I got people cutting me off. I have to renew my mind daily. I got to make sure I don't have a Jesus sticker in the back of my car and then saluting someone. You know? No. See, that's what I used to. I used to, I used to get so aggravated. I used to get up against them, get up against them, and give them the dirty eye look, you know? Like if they, they're going, what is wrong with this guy? They don't care. They don't care. And I'm going, why would you act that way? Because that's how the world acts, folks. It's no big surprise. That's how they act. Now, if it was a brother in Christ, then you could say, why would you do that? But it wasn't. It's not a brother in Christ. They don't, you know. And three times Peter was asked. Three times. The same way that, 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 that he is asking us, do you love me? Do you love me? God is asking the same of us today. He wants us to know, do you love me? Society says, love those that love you, hate those that hate you. Society, in fact, is even surprised when, 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 when we hear stories of that someone, uh, uh, a parent uh, of a child that was murdered is in court and is facing the, 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 uh, the one that, that, that did the murder. And they actually say, I forgive you. They actually say, I forgive you. 
And the world gets surprised by this because they don't understand. And some of us might be going through something like that. How can they? How can they forgive? I don't know what it's like to lose a, a, a child. I have a brother that lost a child to a horrendous, horrendous way. And I speak to him, and I say, and he says, I got to move on. I can't live in that hatred. I can't live in that unforgiveness. And that's what God is asking us. He says, you can't live in that style. You can't live in that unforgiveness. You know, there, there was a, a, a story um, some years back where, where uh, a, a young man went into the uh, an Amish school and killed children. And the Amish community came right out and said, we forgive him. Because that's what God did for us. He forgave us. And, 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 and the world and the news were amazed by, how can these people do this? How can they act this way? How can they behave this way? Well, because that's what the love of God is, folks. That's what the love of God is. It is, it is a forgiving love. Scriptures such as Ephesians 4.32 where it says, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other as Christ God forgave you, forgave me. Or, 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 or Matthew 6.15, But if you do not forgive others their sin, your Father will not forgive you your sin. Scriptures like this ought to come to mind when we are dealing with situations like this. When we, we, we are facing a situation where uh, 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 we have to do, someone did us wrong and, and, and we're dealing with unforgiveness or we're dealing with the hurt. Scriptures like this should come up. God loves me and he's asking me to love others. He's asking me to love you. And Paul tells it like it is in the scripture of today. He says, if we say we love God and hate our brother, then we're liars. Straight up. You're a liar. You can't love God and hate someone else. It's like, what is it called? An oxymoron? You can't say you love God in this hand and hate your brother in the other hand. And now listen, listen what, I, what I just said, your brother. Because the scripture says, for whoever does not love their brother or sister, who is he speaking to there? He's speaking to you and I. He's speaking to the believer. He's not speaking to the non-believer here. He is talking to the believer. He is talking about how we treat each other. Listen, folks, people are watching. They are watching. If we as a church cannot get along, how do we expect people that we go and witness to come to Christ when we are pushing each other away? We see it in the churches every single day. This church is talking about that one. That one's talking about that one. That one's talking about that one. That one's talking about. You know what the word of God tells me? Is that if they are a believer in Christ, 
They are my brother. They are my sister. How they do things is between them and God. Because guess what? If I begin to judge them, then the judgment comes on me. Because that's what the Word of God says. You want to judge your brother? Then it's going to come back on you. Is there something that I'm doing, that we're doing? Mirror time, folks. That we're doing that maybe God doesn't please, isn't pleased with? Maybe that he can say, maybe I should hold some unforgiveness toward you. Now, that's some harsh thinking. I would never like to think that God is displeased with me. That's why I have to go to him every single chance that I get. Lord, if, if I had an evil thought, forgive me, Lord. Father, if I, if I, if I thought this way or if I said this, if I, if I offended someone, Lord, forgive me. Because sometimes, you know, that tongue can slip. Oh, I, I, I'm the only one? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I think after the service, we all need to pray for Pastor Steve because... Amen. <laughs> but Paul says we are to love our brothers and sisters. Listen, folks. We are to be the influence in the world. They are not to influence us. The world says love those that love you, hate those that hate you. But that's not what our God says. That's not what, 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 what we were told. In Matthew's, listen, in Matthew's, Jesus was speaking with the Pharisees who questioned him about the disciples. And the way they were keeping with the laws. They weren't washing their hands. They weren't following the Sabbaths. And he answered and he said, why do you break the command of God for tradition? And then he goes on to say, you hypocrites, Isaiah was right when he prophesied about you. In Matthew 15, 8, he says, these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are, from, are far from me. They were so busy in keeping with the laws and with tradition that there was no love for God. And we see it. We see it around. We see it around us. We get so busy. We get so busy with, 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 with tradition. We get so busy with rules and regulations. We get so busy with the laws. We get so busy with work. We get so busy with family. We get so busy, 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 busy. We don't have time for God. We don't have time for God. We don't have time to love him. We don't have time to honor him in the way that we are too. That we are supposed to. And it, and, it, and it saddens me. It saddens me. And I've told you before, I came from that type of a church. Where it was all about keeping the rules and regulations. But you don't know about the love of God. The love of Christ. The unforgiving love. The unconditional love. The sacrificial love. That was not, wasn't taught all the time. It was what I did and how I kept it. If I kept the laws, the rules, and regulations, if I didn't, I was in trouble. 
I was abandoned. I was, I, I, I was turned away. I was cast away from God. That's not what the Word of God says. He says, I love you unconditionally. And we went through a series where, where he says, I have you and I will never let you go. I will never let you go. Stop trying to kick and punch your way out because it ain't happening. Just give in to God. Let me ask you a question. Why did you come to God anyway? If that's what you want to do. You want to try and disprove him. You want to try and, 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 you know what? That's what everybody else is doing out there in the world. Everyone that is not a, a, a non-believer. But if you call yourself a believer, folks, just fall under his love. Fall under his grace. Fall under his mercy. Fall under his tender, loving arms, folks. In Galatians 3.28, says, There is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female, for you are all one. All one. All one in Christ Jesus. If he died for you, we are all one in Christ Jesus. I don't care about the color of your skin. I don't care about your nationality. I don't care about your traditions. All I care about is that we are one in Christ. That's what I care about. And if you're not part of the, 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 the family, you let me know. We'll sit down and talk. I'll tell you about all the, the, the wonderful things that God did in my life and how he rescued me. And I'm sure that there are other people here that can tell you the same thing of how God came down, reached into the pits of hell, and pulled us out, folks. That is our testimony. That is why we serve God, because he is a loving God. That no matter what I did, he still says, I love you. I love you, Steve. And I'm asking you today, do you love me, Steve? Do, yes, sweetie, yes. That's right. Yes is my answer too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us, next filling, let us honor God with our hearts. With our hearts. The Pharisees, Sadducees, they're, 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 they're so busy in their tradition that they were honoring God in their hearts. In Matthew 22, 36 through 40, Jesus, is, he, he asks, which, he is asked, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. In other words, love your God with everything that you have, with your all, with your very being, love him. And then he said, love your neighbor as yourself. Ooh. How many of you got some neighbors that, oh boy. Oh, oh boy, you got to be in prayer all the time. 
I mean, I pull up and, and there's some neighbors that, as I'm saying hello, I'm saying, oh, God bless you. God bless you. Because I'm having a hard time doing it. <laughs> but, you know, we all have, you all have these neighbors. We all have these uh, uh, um, people that we have to deal with. Sometimes we see them in the grocery lines. <laughs> our next feeling is, what do our actions tell God and others? Because, folks, we are being watched. We are being watched, folks. Our neighbors look at us and they know, they, hey, listen, they, they watch you. They know what's going on with you. They know when you go to work. They know when you go to the grocery store. They know when you go to church. And they just saw you take off from church this morning. But what, they, that, what, what were we doing last night in, in, in front of the house or, or around the house? Or who were we talking to? Or maybe a, a little bit too loud inside the house when we were having a, I don't want to call it an argument. I'm going to call it a discussion with someone in our house. What are they seeing? You know, it's sad to say, but I used to have someone in the house. And many times I'd come over and, you, and neighbors are running up to me. You know the police officer was here today, right? I go, no, I did not know. Because if I had I known, I would have been here earlier. Well, they came over to your house. I don't know what was going on in there, but... I mean, you, 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 we all have some nosy neighbors, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody go, yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless, uh, yeah. Unless you're the nosy neighbor, I'm sorry, I don't, don't want to go there, but we all have them. Sometimes they're just looking out for you. I have neighbors that will come to me and say, hey, Steve, this type of person was, was sitting in front of the house, and I shooed them away because it looks like they were going to create a, do, do a drug deal, in which we have seen them, and we have showed them away. We don't want that in our street. We are working class group people, and we have different nationalities, and we don't want that in our street. We work too hard for what we got. We want to keep that way. Sometimes they're just looking out for you, but you are being watched, folks. And what you say and what you do Maybe two different things. See, I used to tell the kids, <clears throat> your parent will tell you one thing, but they're watching what you do. See, parents, we, we, we tell our children, don't do, don't do, don't do. Meanwhile, we're doing it right in front of them. So what are they going to do? They're going to do exactly what we do. My wife used to worry because she knows that my dad left when I was three years old. Would I do the same to her? And I vowed, and I prayed to God. I said, Lord, let me never, never do that to my wife, to my children. The hurt, the pain that it caused. 
I never want to do that to my children. And it, and, and it is our actions, folks. It's our actions that they see. It's our actions that uh, 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 our neighbors see. It's the actions that the people at the store see. And how do you react? Oh, do you have a T-shirt that says, I love Jesus? Meanwhile, you're cursing somebody out because they jumped in the line in front of you. My reaction to someone like that, <laughs> praise the Lord, brother. Okay. I see somebody with a Jesus sticker in the mouth. I'm like, God bless you, brother. Nice going. And they look at you like you're weird. Because here's another surprise, folks. Not everybody that goes to church is saved. There are people that are sitting in the pews day in, day out, and out of tradition, they sit in the pews day in, day out. They check that Sunday box. I did my due diligence, and I went, to, I went to church today, Lord. But that's not what he's after. He's after your heart. He's after that relationship with you. And there are many people that sit in the church that do not have that relationship with Christ. So don't be surprised when, when someone, you know, they have a sticker in the back, the name of a church. I, I'm not putting the name of the church on, on my van. I don't want them calling Pastor Rick and say, hey, you got a member. <laughs> Again, let's pray for Pastor Steve. <laughs> LMK, let me know. God truly wants to know from you where your heart is. He knows, but he wants you to tell him where your heart is. He wants you to tell him where your dedication is going to be, where your commitment is going to be. Is it going to be to him or is it going to be to the world? Listen, he, he says, and, and the scriptures say that, that if we are lukewarm, he said it's, it's, a, it's a sour, disgusting taste in his mouth that he has no choice but to spew us out. Spew us out. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying it a nice way. The proper way is I, I, I throw you up out. I, I vomit you out. I couldn't even take it. It's like, that's the taste that you're putting in my mouth. And he doesn't want you to be riding the fence. He wants you to make a decision either yes or no. Make a decision because you're just wasting your own time playing these games. Let me know. And another one that I'm going to pull in is I see why. Am I? In case you missed it, there's something else that he wants you to know. In case you missed it, in case you forgot, because you get so busy, you're wrapped up in your world that we forget these things. He says in Matthew chapter 5, he says, You have heard that it was said, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. That's what the world says. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. Ouch. That you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? 
Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, in other words, just the brother and sister sect, what are you doing more than others? Do not even the pagans do that? And here's the kicker. Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. We are called to be different. We are called to be, isn't that what Christ did for us? He loved us, even though we didn't deserve it. He still loves us, even though we don't deserve it. Jesus told us we are to love our enemies, bless those that curse you. That's difficult when you're being poked and prodded by a co-worker or your neighbor working a nerve. Yeah, we, we got co-workers like that, huh? That will work a nerve on you. And, 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 and they do this on purpose to see what your reaction is going to be. Proverbs, Proverbs 25, uh, 21 and 22 says, love on them. This is the verse that says, heat, it, 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 when you love them, it's like keeping hot coals on their head. Love on them. Love on one another, folks. Love on your enemy. Love on, uh, 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 on those that curse you. They may not be your enemies much longer. They may not curse you much longer if you show them love because they're going to start to question the same way I've questioned about Jesus. What kind of love is this? That no matter what I do, he loves me. That no matter what they do to me, I show love to them. Folks, because we will be tested. We will be tested on our Christianity. The Word of God says that the fiery darts will come. So you put on that armor of God, you put on that love of God, you put on that shield of protection. You love them. You treat them the same way that Christ treats you. And if you don't know how he treats you, you're still alive. He loves you. He's got something more for you. God still has you on this earth because he wants something greater from you. He has a purpose for you. He has someone that he needs, to, that he needs for you to talk to. If you're at home, he needs you to be a blessing to somebody. That's why the, the, the word of God says, do not forsake the gathering of together because sometimes we need to bless each other. And if you're sitting at home, and, and I understand this, sometimes you can't make it, but if you can make it to the physical church, you may have been hurt, but you know what? Give it to God. Give it to God. Find yourself another church. Find yourself another gathering. Find yourself another family. They're out there. Trust me. I've been through it, and I found the family. I love this family. This is a family that, I mean, we come from all sorts. And I love learning from each and every one of you of what your, 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 your background is, of what your nationality is, of what your traditions are, what the foods are. I, I'm sorry. I like trying different dishes. My wife's funny. Is she out there? We will go to uh, uh, P.F. Chang's. It's one of our favorite restaurants. And I will try different things. 
She looks through the menu, and I go, honey, why are you looking through the menu? You're just going to order the Mongolian beef? Well, I want to see what else they have. And she orders the Mongolian beef. I like to try different dishes. That's why I like different nationalities, folks. It, it's, it, it's rich, folks. You may think that it isn't, but it, it, it's a, it, it is rich. You are rich when you have different, different nationalities, when you have different brothers and sisters, when you can talk to one another and you have a difference in the way that you've done things and you learn. I don't need the History Channel. I got it right here. The National Geographic Channel. I got it right here. You're all from different countries, different nationalities, different backgrounds. I love it. Folks, but there, and I've said it before, there are churches this morning where they don't have that. They don't have that diversity, and that is a shame because they are greatly missing out, greatly missing out. And I love that Pastor Rick has, in this church, he has had the different nationalities, the different uh, 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 people coming in and, 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 and races. And folks, we, we, have, we have a homeless uh, 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 ministry that when they walk in here, they get embraced, folks. They get embraced. Hallelujah. That is the love of God. We don't have them sit in that back room because we say, no, you come right on in. You sit over here, right, amongst everyone else. You sit amongst them, and you learn, you hear, and feel the love of God. Feel the love of God. In John 5, 12, he says, my command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Love each other as I have loved you. What kind of love is this? Next feeling, it is a sacrificial kind of love. It is less of me, more of Christ. It is a sacrificial kind of love. Less of me, more of Christ, more of God. Verse 13 says, in, in that same scripture, says to lay one's life for another's. That is love. That is that sacrificial love. That is that Christ love. How he went to the cross and he died. He died for us. We just went through, through, through Easter and, 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 and Pastor Rick and, and Pastor Sean spoke about Easter and, and, and the sacrifice that went on for you and I. That's love, folks. Now, it doesn't mean all, all, always that you just, you, you, you're to take the bullet for someone. Here it is, folks. We are to be less of me Less of me and my selfishness and more of God. More of him. You may have hate and have resentment towards someone because they hurt you or your family. 
God is saying today, get rid of it. 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 Get rid of it and give it to me. For vengeance is mine, says the Lord. He says, you're my child. Of course I'm going to look over you. Of course I'm going to take care of you. Of course I'm going to watch you. Who of us didn't do that for our children or not doing it for our children? Not protecting them, not loving them, not keeping them safe. Is there anything that we may have done that we haven't asked God for forgiveness? And it eats away at you daily, folks. And all you have to do is give it to God. Say, God, forgive me. I've done this wrong. I've done that wrong. I've treated my brother. I've treated my sister in this manner. I've treated my neighbor. I've treated my co-worker in this manner. I've treated my own family in this manner. Forgive me, Lord. Because he wants you to have that same heart for him. It says we are to, we, we, when we don't let the hurt from others, um, excuse me, don't let the hurt from others keep you from your relationship with God. You can't love God and have hatred in your heart. case you didn't know you can't love God and have hatred in your heart I know you've been carrying it around for a long time but what good has it done how about the person that you're holding resentment toward do they even know that you're holding resentment toward because it's been so long ago do they even realize it but you are being controlled by the... Are, are they your God? I've been there. Been there, done that. I had a brother that, that, that hurt me. And I said I forgave him. But every time I saw him, I tell you what, my blood started to boil. Again, let's pray for Pastor Steve. My blood started to boil. And I heard the voice of God asking, Who's your God? Like Peter, Lord, you are. Who's your God? Lord, come on. It's you, Steve. Who's your God? Lord, you know that you are. He says, but you're being controlled by someone else. Every time you see that person, you could be in the happiest mood, in the happiest moment, in the most joyous moment. That person shows up, your demeanor changes. You and I could be talking and having a great old time uh, 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 in, uh, in our relationship. That person shows up. You let me go. Is some, is, are you dealing with something like that today? Are you dealing at home with something like that today? God wants you to know it's time to let it go. It's time to let it go. If it's something that happened recently, I am sorry. But God wants to work with you in that, in that area. 
He loves you, folks. He loves me. He loves you. He loves us all. He loves you at home. He loves you in the, uh, over the Internet. He loves us. And he wants us to love him back. And I'm going to finish up in a few minutes. But Romans 5, 8 says, God, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for me. How you figure? How you figure? How is he going to love me when I'm doing everything possible to push him away? When I am doing everything possible to be in my sinful ways, in my wicked ways, how is he going to love me? But that's the mystery of it all, isn't it? We don't understand God's ways. And he says, you're not going to understand my ways because I'm greater. God is greater than us. God did not wait for us to come to him. He died for us while we were still in our sinful nature. What kind of love is this? Jeremiah 1, 4 through 5. It says, The word of the Lord came to me saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. God said, you and I had a relationship before you and your mother had a relationship. Before you and your father had a relationship. You and I had a relationship. Do we wonder why we're always looking for something higher spiritual? Because we're looking for that relationship. He says, I knew you from the foundation of the earth. Before I formed everything, I knew you. I had you in mind. Can you understand me a little better how he died for me when I was in my sin? This was all him. All God. Nothing about Steve. All Steve did was, yes, I believe I receive. Come in. That's all I could do. And now what I do is that I love him. Listen, he, he says, if you can manage these two, love the Lord with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and, and, and love your neighbors as, as I have loved you. If you can master those two, folks, all the other commandments will fall right underneath. The Thou shalt not will become the now thou shalt not want to do. Let me explain. Because if we love God, we're not going to want to murder somebody. We're not going to want to steal from them. We're not going to dishonor. We're not going to want to dishonor our parents. We're not going to. They will all become a love letter and saying, you know what? I love you, and I'm going to show you I love you by not doing the things that you are asking us not to do and to do the things that you are asking us to do because I love you. Because I love you. 
I'm going to love my neighbor because I love you. I'm going to love my brother. I'm going to love my sister. I may not agree with what they're doing right now, but I'm going to love them. And we're going to work this thing out together. I'm going to love them. And your last feelings are, God knew me. God knows me. God loves me. God loves me. God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. And he's asking you, will you love him? Do you love him? Do you believe in him that you love him? Do you trust in him that you love him? Do you honor him that you will love him with all your heart? With your, all your being, with you, will you give everything to love him? LMK, let me know. Let God know. When you go home today and you're in your closet and you're all by yourself in your, in your prayer closet or wherever it is that you pray, talk to him and say, God, you know what? I truly love you. I mean, look at, look, look at where you got me to. Look at where I am, folks, from where I was. I got to love him. He saved my life. I got to love him. He gave me a wonderful family. I got to love him. He gave me a wonderful wife. I got to love him. He gave me a wonderful uh, uh, Christ family. I got to love him. He has given me all. He gave me life. He gave me breath this morning. I got to love him. Gave me another opportunity to be on this earth and talk to somebody about his great love, to be with you this morning and talk to him about his great love. LMK, let me know, is what he's asking this morning. Do you love me? Let us go before the Lord. Father, we, <laughs> we thank you for the message this morning, for the word this morning, for the touching of our hearts, Father. And we as believers come to you this morning and we'll say, yes, we, we love you. We want to love you. We have these things that, Father, tend to get in the way, Father, and we are asking that you just remove them. As the psalmist would pray, if there's anything in my heart that is not of you, that is not pleasing to you, Lord, take it away. Remove it, Father. But just don't, don't leave it empty. Don't leave it empty. Fill it with you. Fill it with you. I thank you, Lord. And Father, if there's anyone here today or online that does not know you, but wants to receive the love that you offer them. Father, I ask that they just pray after me and say, Lord, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. I want to feel that love that you have. I want to I, I, I receive that, 
that, that be under that covering of that sacrificial love that you gave on the cross, Father. If I'm here today, if I'm listening today, I know that you have a word for me. I know that you are calling me. I know that you've been knocking on my door for a while now. And I just keep walking away and saying, next time, next time, next time. Well, today is the day. This is the next time. Come into my heart, Lord. Be the Lord of my life. Forgive me for my sins. I come to you this morning. I want to be your child. I'm tired of running. I'm tired of making excuses. I'm trying to... Doing it on my own, Lord. I'm tired. I just want to be with you. I want that peace, that love, the knowledge that surpasses all understanding, all those things to talk about in your word of how you keep us and sustain us, Lord. I want to be a part of that family. I thank you, Lord. Thank you for all you've done in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so very much for listening to this message. We hope you were truly blessed. If you were, please subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already and share it with a friend. Doing so will cause the seeds of God's word and the message of his love to spread like wildfire. So thanks again for partnering with us in this important way. Stay thirsty for Christ, my friends, until the whole world hears. God bless.